0: From her, the podcast that encourages women and others to embrace their inner multicultural melody. I'm your host, Sochi Hernandez, and every week I sit down to interview what I call Women MOCs, which stands for Musicians of Color, to talk music, career, faith, culture, social issues, and women's empowerment through the MOC's perspective. Tune in to hear their unique stories and advice, both personal and career wise. Alright everyone, so you already heard a lot of Rayon's background and story, and we really got to know her in the last episode. If you haven't heard it, head on over to Notes From Her's last episode entitled Mezzo-Soprano Rayon Bryce Davis, Pushing Opera Status Quo with Diversity and Innovation. That last episode will also provide you with great insight on how Rayon got to where she is now and the importance of her artist identity rooted in Jamaican and African American roots. Now, on part two of my conversation with Rayon, she gives great insight and advice on how an opera singer builds their career, gets gigs, and makes a profitable living with national and international singing competitions, young artist programs, and more. You were talking about that grad school at Manhattan School of Music was Mm -hmm. such a huge deal, and then that was like your launching pad for young artist programs. And so, are you referring to the young artist programs like the San Francisco Opera, Marola Opera Programme? And being at the Michigan uh, Opera Theater, or which ones are you referring to?
1: Yeah, that w- those were, um, those. I graduated in 2013. Um, I, I went straight into Florida Grand Opera,
0: yeah. and
1: I was there for, like, uh, two seasons. I left a little early because I, I got invited to do a tour of Porgy and Beth in Europe.
0: Oh, my gosh. And
1: Yeah, and the, the folks there were amazing, and they're like, go, go and you know, have, mm-hmm. like we're preparing you for the real life. Yeah. And the real life is calling, Aww. so go do it. Right. You know. Um, so I was really grateful for that because that was about two months of uh touring and during that time I saved every single dollar that I made um, while everybody was going out and being tourists and stuff, I, I like got a loaf of bread and like peanut butter and sat in my hotel room and planned my, like my game plan for what I was going to do afterwards. Cause basically right. I had three months to, uh, sing for everybody I could. I didn't know when else I was going to be able to afford a ticket to Europe, you know? Right. So I, I was darn sure I was going to make the most of it. Um, and so after that, I ended up doing several, uh, competitions. Uh, one of the first ones that I did was the Hildizadeck international competition in Vienna um, and was really fortunate and won that. So, um, yes, girl. Yay! So, so that was very exciting. Krista Lubbick was there beside Hildizadeck on the front row. Uh-huh. Um, so no hashtag no pressure. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah there at the finals. But um so that was a wonderful launching pad. I there met the agent that would then, you know, start my career in Europe. Wow. And yeah. That's so it all
0: started. Mm-hmm. And so how important is it to do like those young artist programs? What are they like? Like what was your experience? What do you do? Um so there's a there's a vast range
1: in um, in young artist programs, I mean, in some of them, they're mostly uh, studying, studying, studying goals. So, young artist programs. There's a huge gamut of of what they can be. Some are basically study programs where they are, you know, um, providing coaching um, and. And training sometimes in different things, uh, whereas some of them you get lots of stage time um, and are able to sing uh, probably small roles in the main stage productions. Um, and some of them you just do a lot of outreach in schools. Um, mm-hmm. Florida Grand Opera was kind of all three of those, mm-hmm.
0: um,
1: depending on who you were and what roles they had available that season.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Mar- Marilla, that you mentioned uh, in San Francisco. They are, um, that's very singer friendly, and the singers perform all the main stage roles. Like, they perform an opera for those Marilini.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, it's pronounced Marilla,
1: Marilla, yeah.
0: Oh, I totally pronounced it wrong. (laughs) Well, most people do, it's okay. Um, wow, that's amazing. And so, is that like a full time job, pretty much? Like, do you get paid, or is it kind of like Almost like an internship where you don't get paid, or is it not full time? How does those How do those hours work?
1: Um, I think you you always are paid. Um, there are some job, well, quote unquote jobs called pay to sing. Um,
0: right. Yeah. Are paying
1: to do a festival like in Aspen.
0: Right. Aspen mm-hmm. is a
1: very reputable festival, but those singers are paying to sing unless you get a scholarship. Right. That's also possible. I did. I did one of those. Mm-hmm. um in 2013 i think um but uh most of them are paid and the amount that you are paid varies on how big the opera house is
0: mm-hmm. so
1: somewhere like um uh, i don't know i don't i don't want to list things there's a there's a big range there's a big range yeah
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so then um how does that differ from like artists and residents or is that the same thing
1: there's all this terminology and they can mean different things in different houses. Normally an artist in residence is a professional um, working in the field that is tied to that company, like just one person. Right. Whereas there are some programs that are just called Mm residencies. Like at Michigan, I think they call them resident artists. Uh, and that's really just a young artist program they just call it something different
0: right Mm -hmm. and so can you please talk a little bit more about some of the competitions you have been a part of that you have participated in and that you have won like you kind of mentioned one before and how important are those to do for a young artist um they for me are why i have a career um
1: I made a decision, whether whether a wise one or not, <laughs> I made a decision that at the age of 30, I didn't want to be doing young artist programs anymore. I right. wanted to be a working singer. So when I turned, uh, when I was 29 and I was going to be 30 the next year, I stopped singing for every single uh, young artist <laughs> program. And I just didn't sing for anybody. And everyone was, everyone was asking, uh, what's your game plan, David? Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> I was
1: like, I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out. I'm not singing for Young Artist programs anymore. Uh-huh. So fortunately, that year, uh, Marilyn nominated me for this competition called Stella Maris*, which is kind of like the Hunger Games of opera. <laughs> 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 like... Seven opera, seven opera houses, yeah, around the world, send one singer to compete to be their, like, singer of the world kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and what is so it called? I was really, it's called Stella Morris. It's, okay. it's a cruise ship, it's a massively luxury cruise ship that you, that failed. I think we left from, oh, we left from Athens, Greece. And we went through Turkey, Greece, uh, Israel, and uh, Cyprus, I think we ended Wow,
0: there. you performed all those places. <laughs> well, on the boat. On uh-huh. the uh-huh. <laughs> on wow, the
1: okay. Um, yeah, so um, that was kind of a love experience, except I got sick, so it wasn't. It's never fun to perform sick, and Mm -hmm. certainly not in a competition. But it didn't matter because I was very grateful for that opportunity because after that competition is when I called the agent uh, that I talked about with the competition in Vienna Mm -hmm. and asked her to organize uh, an audition tour since I was already going to be kind of in Europe. Right. Um, And so uh she was like yes sure you have a week i will organize auditions all over europe it'll be great and so as the cruise was wrapping up i i asked her like uh so where you know what where are these auditions that you (laughs) said i was gonna do (laughs) and she was like oh don't worry we'll work it out and i was like um i need to buy a ticket so (laughs) and she was like yeah yeah don't, don't worry so For myself, I had worked out an audition in Lisbon, so I bought the ticket there. And then after that, I just sat in a hotel room because I had no idea (laughs) (laughs) where I was going, and she hadn't reached out. So finally, after a few days sitting in a hotel room, she told me, I've organized one audition for you, and it is in Antwerp, Belgium. Mm. I I didn't even know where (laughs) that was. I mean, I knew where Belgium was, but I didn't know Antwerp. Yeah. I was like, okay. So I promptly bought a train ticket to Antwerp and headed there and realized later that the person who was hearing me for that audition in Antwerp had heard me the year previously. I don't know if you're following me. Had heard me the year previously at a competition in uh, Istanbul in Turkey. I did one called the Güzengörel. Yes, who was a very famous uh, voice teacher in Turkey. Mm-hmm. And so she has a competition, and I had just decided that year that after that Corrigan best tour that I was going to sing for everybody. So I sang for this competition in Turkey. I sang for a small one in Italy. I sang for that one in in Vienna. Um, I think that's all I. I'm trying to remember. If I, did. I, I just did everything. I went on Yeah Tracker, saw yeah. every competition that was happening. Yeah, Tracker is your best friend. And just, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And I just did all the competitions. Well, not all of them. I did all of them that A, had a good, um, good prize money mm-hmm. or um, had intendants on the audition panel, like right. people who can give you a job, you know. Like mm-hmm. I, a voice teacher on the panel saying you have a lovely voice is great, but you know it doesn't help me so much. I need some right, right. a job. Mm-hmm. So, with those uh, two criteria, I did every competition that I could that was happening during that period. Um, another competition I did uh, in 2017 was called the Concorso Lirico Internazionale Portofino, and that's in Italy. And that was also a really lovely one, because um, that's all intendants on the panel. Um, The head of it is Dominique Maillet, who just finished up at Vienna Stadts, and now he's uh, become the artistic director at La Scala. So, not a terrible person to know. (laughs) Um, And then, other than that, I got my first leading role, because uh, Alessandro Di Gloria um, who's the intendant in Italy in Palermo gave me my first leading role, La Favorite, um, as Leonora. So that competition gave me my first lead. And also I'm doing uh, Prezio Villa next season in mm-hmm. Forza del Vestino. Um So yeah, so literally all of my jobs came
0: because of competitions
1: yeah. for at least the last four years.
0: Yeah, sounds like so. it. So yeah. do you have any, like, that's just amazing. Do you have any advice or tips on for singers when we're going on Yap Tracker? Because I don't know about you, but like every day I am bombarded with like a new forum on Yap Tracker with like all of these like competitions, young artists, programs, um, different applications. So how do you weed out the ones that you feel like you should take seriously? The ones that will benefit you the most? um how do you weed that out like is it based on like do you look at the prize money do you look at who's on the um judging board do you look at what is in? um like how can you tell if like there's a job in it for you
1: yeah so for competition i gave you my two criteria uh who's on the panel and money for young artists programs um You have to know where you are in your career, and Mm -hmm. you get that by talking, by getting feedback from a lot of people, Mm -hmm. Um, which is also one of the good things about competitions. You have to get your feedback, so go stop people if you have to, but get feedback of what they thought about your singing, because then you know how, like, what kind of companies you should be singing for. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, you can check out who the young artists were the year before Mm -hmm. and see you know, read their bios, see if their bio is, like, above or beneath where you are because chances are they're looking for people on that same level or, right. or, or higher. Right. Um, so that's another way to know if it's a program that's that's good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, during that era, I would always, you know, the the email from the app tracker came at midnight. I was, uh, if I didn't check it at, like, 12:01. I would wake up at like six o'clock the next morning and I would call my office hours from like six to eight a.m. And I would read all of the new opportunities that were happening and apply for whatever needed or, or, or email people that I was trying to stalk, <laughs> you know, in yeah. terms of agents that I wanted to hear me or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But I was always very, very aggressive about wanting a career and getting
0: a right. career. Right.
1: So, uh, aggressive with a smile on
0: right yeah. never, <laughs> never
1: aggressive and, and negative like you're just, scaring I, people <laughs> I, I
0: was, yeah, yeah right yeah, exactly yeah. um i'm sorry could you repeat one more time about the um competitions you said look at who is on the judging and what else
1: and the prize money there are a few smaller competitions that just have really generous donors mm-hmm.
0: um
1: but I just mean, if the prize money is high, then it's worth it for you to go do it because then at least, you know, there's a chance you'll get your air air flight back and your hotel because all of these competitions take a lot of money. I didn't, I also didn't mention I did the Belvedere in South Africa, I did operalia uh, one year in Guadalajara.
0: Oh, did you? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So I did several. Those two. No. you no. opera all your, pays for you. All expenses are paid. And that's just worth it because it gets so much publicity. Um and 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 with that on your resume it, it really says something because right. everybody knows the competition. Same with Belvedere. Maybe not as much in the States, but in the in Europe that means a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cardiff is a wonderful competition to do. Right. Um, you know, when you're at that advanced level of your music mm-hmm. making
0: mm-hmm. and weren't you a part of metropolitan opera national council the P- the pittsburgh district yeah
1: i did i did <laughs> i did i did that in my last possible year to qualify and then i was sadly sick at regionals. i promise i don't get sick it's just too oh, <laughs> that yeah. really important oh. but unfortunately you know there's nothing, there's nothing right. I can do about that
0: For more information on Rayon, her upcoming performances, and to see wonderful clips of her singing, go to rayon.com. Also, listen to her singing Sanctuary Road on Spotify. And if that wasn't enough, ask yourself, what are you doing Monday, April 27th? Well, if the answer is self-quarantining at home, which it should be, (laughs) go on over to LA Opera's at-home series where Rayon will also be performing an at-home recital at 4pm Pacific Standard Time. I'll also be leaving links to these in the descriptions down below, so don't worry. And guess what? There is actually a part three of my conversation with Rayon where we talk music and professional opera singing quarantine style. Listen Monday, April 27th to hear Rayon share tips on how she is coping with self-isolation in COVID-19 both personally and as a professional opera singer. Also, as an opera singer, if you want to stay informed about career and singing opportunities, go to yaptracker.com. Yaptracker is so great. I love it and I use it all the time. All you have to do is create an account and you will stay up to date on the latest young artist programs, summer programs, international and national singing competitions, scholarships, singing engagements, and so much more. You can even use Yaptracker to fill out applications through it as well. Make sure that if you must leave your home for necessary reasons like to get groceries or food, please don't forget to wear a mask and gloves and remember to not touch your mask with your gloves or do any cross-contamination. Hope you're all staying safe, healthy, and well. Tune in next week for Notes From Her's next episode. Follow the Notes From Her podcast at Notes From Her on Instagram and Twitter and like Notes From Her on Facebook. Also, be sure to leave feedback and what topics you'd like to discuss next in the comment section. You can also follow me, at Xochimilta, on Instagram and Twitter. Once again, this is Notes from Her, and I'm your host, Sochi Hernandez. Stay musical and stay empowered. Talk to you next time!